Welcome to the Binge Minute, the only podcast in the world that we know of that goes through a movie minute by minute, reviews each minute on a quest to find the greatest minute in cinematic history. My name's Chris. My name's Taylor. And we're still on our journey through the movie Moon. Moon. This is Minute 82. 82. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> I bounced back from my Twitter gate. <laughs> Very good. So you've got a spring in your step. Twitter gate. And the tears have dried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've got a question for you. Oh, yes, please. Oh, yeah. So, I know you don't really catch public transport, but I do. I um, I hate public transport. I know. I know it's a necessity, mm. but I find it I find it dirty, a dirty place. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it played a big role in how COVID-19 got around the world. <laughs> I mean, cesspool of viruses and Well, kind of more airline travel did, which is not a public I think I find public transport interesting because I think behavioral people who study behavior and stuff, they probably catch public transport themselves. Mm. Uh, That's not like a, this is not like a jab, but they probably do catch public transport because public transport is one of the few places where all the social classes come together Mm -hmm. and see all those societies mixed together and how they interact. Mm. It's probably like a behavioral scientist wet dream, <laughs> a, a bus full or a train carriage full of like different, like, ah, that, what's that hobo going to do to the suit man? <laughs> and usually nothing. As nothing, yeah, yeah. Once in a while you have people who are, yeah, you know, I, I don't think you have to call it public transport a long time. Chris, there's, there's not really brawls or anything. Last time I saw war. It's not Thunderdome. It's fine. War. They were welcome to the fight carriage. If this is your first time in fight carriage, you got to fight. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I feel like you watched Snowpiercer and they went, that's what the real world is. That's what That's what trains are like. That's I was right is. to avoid them. Anyway, so I catch buses yes. uh, in and out to the city and to places and things have changed with COVID. There's now like new social etiquette on the bus. Okay, please uh, please do tell. Well, you're meant to keep your distance from people and you have to go through the back door. So, okay, I, you you have told me the back door thing before. Mm. Why is that more important than going through the front door? Because otherwise the driver gets exposed to heaps of people every day. Ah, because he, you can escape the bus at any stop. Yeah. Whereas he can't just like, I'm out. I'm out. And like, yep, yeah, I get that. Yeah, so okay. it's like creating some distance. Do they have like a, a, a shield up around uh, the bus driver No, now? not really. I mean, he's hiding behind a little, a stick, but the, a stick. Well, like, like a board. I don't know. He's got a thing. A, oh, board. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you come in through the back and because you've got to social distance as much as possible, there's a real like panic that people over get overcome with when they enter the bus. Because they look around. Usually the etiquette is you don't sit next to people unless you have to. Wow. So can you have a full bus technically? I haven't been on a full bus, but I have had to sit next to people. And let me tell you, it's a real Sophie's choice when it comes oh, really? to the bus. Yeah. So the last. Can you just, sorry, I know I do this a lot. Yeah. What does a Sophie's choice mean? Well, I'm referring like, to. I've the- heard this term posed over the years, but it's like that expat thing. <laughs> I have no idea what it means and I just make my own. Well,. I've never seen the movie Sophie's Choice. Sure. But you have. I have? Yeah, because you've told me the plot about it several times. I did? And you said that you cried in it. I did? Yeah. I cried in a movie I don't remember yeah. called Sophie's Choice. Isn't Sophie's Choice the one where the mum has to decide whether or not to let her daughter die? No. Oh, isn't it? That's my sister's keeper. Ah, well, then I'm just thinking of... <laughs> what the fuck? 
I'm thinking of my season keeper. Which is the saddest. All right. (laughs) There is no way sitting next to someone on a bus is anywhere close to the decision of deciding whether your daughter, who has cancer, lives or dies. (laughs) What are you talking about? Well, I'm not sure what Sophie's choice is then. (laughs) I've just heard the term. You've heard the term Sophie's choice over the years? Yeah, I've heard it. I've heard it a bunch of times. I don't know what it means. Is it an easy choice? Is it? An- I think it's a hard choice. It's a it's hard like choice. A choice where neither options are great. I tell you what. In minute eighty-three, yeah, we will return and tell you what Sophie's <laughs> choice means. I could. It could be something completely wrong. We have no idea. Maybe she's like. Uh, it go, could be. I gotta like- choose which. Which. Uh, which horse to shoot? I mean, that was also a bad option. Not if they're. <laughs> Evil horse. Ooh. <laughs> now the plot thickens. Plot thickens. Maybe it's just Sophie got to decide if they use the imperial system or the metric system. Okay. So in Taylor Edwards' mind, it's all right, I get this. So, yeah. so let me paint a picture. Yep. Sitting down next to someone on the bus is like choosing whether your daughter with cancer dies. Gotcha. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Well, it's more like you've got to, it's like a combination of you enter the bus, you realize there are no seats. You might have already gone up and down a little bit and the bus driver needs to leave and okay, he won't leave so until you sit down. Okay, so who do you choose? Yeah. What's your process? Well, the thing is you don't want to choose, you obviously don't want to sit next to someone who is like looks ill. Okay. They shouldn't be there, but <laughs> they persist. So what would your, what, okay. That's my first level. So what's your, like what goes through your mind when you're like, does that person look sick? Like are they pale, sweating, are they shaking? Yeah. Is it how they dress? Like, no, can, no. can someone look healthy? <laughs> if someone's in a hospital gown, I'll be like, time to avoid them. Can a, can a 10 out of 10 naked person, like I mean 10 out of 10 healthy looking naked person, go to like a 6 out of 10 by the choice of clothes? Well, as in like the choice is no clothes? No, no, no. I don't want to when sit next na- to no, a no, nude no. person. If they're naked, they're 100% look like they're not sick. Uh-huh. Can their choice of clothes bring that I mean, percentage value? Can you, like I said, can you become a 6 out of 10 healthy person by the clothes you put on? I mean, if you're putting on... Rags? Rags. <laughs> you're putting on a hospital gown. If you're putting on... No, like, well, let's go back to rogues. So you don't want to sit next to a homeless person. No, no, no. Well, I mean, so... You, you should see Taylor's facial expression here. It's like a, she's trying to like... <laughs> it's a real Sophie's choice of words. She's trying to like paint herself out of this corner. <laughs> well, like, the, as the matter is, you don't want to sit next to anyone who is sick. Don't want to sit next to anyone who like is coughing or anything like that. Absolutely. I mean, the other thing is you don't want to sit too close to someone. Mm-hmm. So, so you don't want to sit next to anyone fat. Well, you don't want to sit next to anyone who's got like their legs spread or like they're covering Or they're everything. very large. Like, you, you wouldn't you want, want to sit next to Tony distance. Soprano. He if Tony Soprano, he was a big boy. He's a stocky guy. Like, he's, he's stocky. Wide. He's he wasn't fat, but he was wide. Like he's if you sat next man. to him on a bus, you'd definitely touch him. Well, you want to maintain your distance. So you got to be like... I, I, I'm a large guy. You're a large if guy. If I was on the bus and there was a free seat next to me and you didn't know me, yeah. would you sit next to me? Uh, probably not. <laughs> oh, wow. I did not pass <laughs> Because that. I also know that you spread your legs and no, no, your no. arms on public Yeah, transport. but you don't know that about me. <laughs> I'm a random stranger on the oh bus. Oh, my gosh. I wish I didn't even start this conversation. <laughs> Anyway, the th- the point is, you're trying to find a seat where you're as far away from people, mm-hmm. but you also don't want to choose make the thing where you go to sit down next to someone and then you pull out and like abandon them because they'll know that you 
well, go and sit next to them, and then you you made a judgment. You made a judgment call, and then you moved away. And that's the so you got to like do it super quick and be like, okay, this is the safest place for me here. Have you had an awkward moment yet? Yeah, I like bounced between two people for a little bit, and then I <laughs> abandoned both of them and went somewhere else. <laughs> oh well. And the reason was they were both spreading, so I'm like, I thought. I went to one guy and I'm like, oh, that guy's spreading. I don't want, to, don't want to sit next to him. And then I saw another seat. But then I went to that seat and that guy was also spreading. I'm like, God damn it. So then I like ran and sat next to someone else. Well, there you go, folks. The take home rule is don't be a spreader on the bus. Yeah. I mean, even when Legs they're not together, COVID. don't be a spreader. Yeah, exactly. The bus is for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Well, thank you for your insights, Taylor. My question to you was, am I a bad person? No, you're a lovely person. <laughs> I know you very well. You're a lovely person. And I know you don't take these decisions lightly. You probably would have had some sort of moral turmoil in your head. No, there's not a mean bone in your body. All right. Well, let's get on. Do you know who doesn't have, also doesn't have a mean bone in his body? It's Sam 1 and Sam Sam 2 in in Moon Minute 82. I was about to say 63. Yeah, that's wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Did Sam 1 die? Done. Dun, dun, dun. Dun. Well, let's do our predictions first. So my prediction did not come true, but it's slowly... It's going to be what I said. Yeah. Except Sam One never... This movie's doing that thing where mm-hmm. it doesn't say out loud what it's doing. It's just... <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You just got to paint it's the big pictures. big on subtext. Yeah, that's the word. It's doing a lot of that subtext stuff in the background. So Sam One is going to be the person going in the rover... Um, so when the team gets there, they find a Sam the robot. It'll be Sam one. Uh, but there must have been a conversation about this because they both drove out. I think the conversation happened several minutes ago. Yeah, but it must have happened when the cameras were somewhere else. Oh, okay, you know gotcha. what I mean? It's happened in the background. Yeah. But there was no scene where it was like, I'm going to be the one. And like, okay, Sam, I'm Sam too. And I agree with you. You know what I mean? There was <laughs> none, never that conversation. <laughs> Which would have been going Gertie Blake, nachos, boys. <laughs> the last nachos ever. <laughs> My prediction did not come true. No. And neither did mine because they're very similar and there were no guitars and blazing sunsets or anything. Uh, though my prediction maybe came slightly more true because I didn't say that there'd be a conversation. It would just happen. Yeah. So this movie, this minute was very quick. They're in the Rover finishing their conversation. Sam, mm. too, was talking about how he suggested getting, going, ice getting ice cream with Tess. And Tess said, why don't we go for a drink? Mm. And he had like this lovely smile and he was down memory lane. He was yeah. really having a nostalgic A nostalgic time. He was time. caught up in his own memories. And he looked over and Sam, one, basically did a, like a... Grrr, and <laughs> he did not do that. He didn't go... Okay, I, <laughs> he closed his eyes. Okay, well. When you go to sleep at night, you don't go, good night. I do. You just <laughs> never noticed. I never noticed. <laughs> you bad. <laughs> so Sam too closes his eyes. Okay, I'll admit I added the guy, <laughs> but I wanted to give it a bit of. We have listeners who have never watched the movie, <laughs> and so I'm just trying to paint an accurate picture. I just wanted to give it a little bit of emphasis. Okay. He closed his eyes, and he was he went ah. Oh. <laughs> All right, he no ah. Oh. He went. I am dying. <laughs> His eyes closed and he basically, it's like he lost consciousness. I don't think he's dead though. Oh, okay. Because Sam 2 put the helmet on, mm. the bloodstained helmet that I yeah. think was, was his original helmet. Mm. Or no, that was the helmet he vomited in. Yeah. Yeah, so there's blood stain it from the, the vomited blood. Mm. And I thought when he put the helmet on, I heard a breath. The oxygen started flowing. Mm. I thought I heard a... 
Okay. From the suit. So I'm like, okay, he's basically lost consciousness, but he's still breathing. Mm. So, and then the rest of the minute was Sam 2 basically pulling him out of the rover. And then in, we saw a shot of him carrying him to the, uh, the, uh, to the rover that crashed. Yeah. And that was it. That was it. But good props to Sam Rockwell for his great reaction <laughs> to when he looked over because he's like, Sam? Yeah. And then, and he knew something was up because Sam was going, ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it did not happen. And he's sort of like, his reaction sort of like said it all. That his reaction was that to Sam's quietness. Yeah. Yeah. It was beautiful. <laughs> it, was, it was beautiful. It, it was, was beautiful. well acted. It was lovely. Yeah. So if this is the end of Sam one, yeah. it's been a, a sweet ride. Yeah. And it's been a pleasure watching you grow and in the astronaut to become the astronaut. You are. Yeah, and then die horrifically. And then die horrifically <laughs> after finding out everything you knew was a lie. Yeah. <sighs> go forth and be free, my friend. Yeah. Go forth into the night sky <laughs> and be happy. Excellent. <laughs> What'd you rate the minute, Taylor? I thought it was beautiful. I'm going to give it, I'm going to take it up to a 52. 52. Beautiful. I'm going to give it, yeah, I think 55. Mm. It was nice. The music's back too. The music's back. Yeah. Yeah. What's your prediction? I reckon we're going to see a... The first half of the next minute is going to be a montage of him like walking across, putting Sam into the rover. It looks quite difficult actually because he's got to like pull a a full grown man who's the same weight and size as him Mm. and who's gone completely limp up through a hole, carry him and then somehow put him in a hole and then... (laughs) get in the hole himself and position him. So I reckon that's going to take a while. (laughs) Absolutely. So I reckon most of the next minute is going to be him being put in position. And here's the thing. He's just right at the end. He's going to start to go. He's going to say something like, good job. And then Sam One's hand will grab his hand for a moment and then release. Oh, Oh. what a great minute. If If that's true. I love that prediction. I guess we'll see. Yeah, my prediction is the same as yours. We'll see Sam 2 put Sam 1 in the crashed rover. Do you want to add any flourish? Uh, (laughs) Sam 2 will be climbing up the ladder and he'll look down at Sam 1 just going like shaping violently. going. That's horrible. (laughs) (laughs) If that happens, I will scream. <laughs> and he'll be screaming, it hurts. No. <laughs> oh my God. That will be the horror aspect of this film. Anyway, we have two predictions. We have two predictions. Let's see which one comes true. Oh, if God. <laughs> <laughs> oh that would be so funny <laughs> and terrifying but so funny if that prediction came true oh my lord <laughs> <laughs> anyway thank you for listening to the podcast we hope you're enjoying it we hope you don't have night terrors <laughs> after this minute we'll be back <laughs> we'll be back for minute 83, 83. so uh, stay safe out there oh, bye bye now Binge Minute is produced by Brisbane comedians Chris Martin and Taylor Edwards. You can follow us on Instagram at Piss Martin and at Taylor Edwards Comedian or on Facebook at Chris Martin Comedian and Taylor Edwards. Get in touch with us at bingeminute at gmail.com with any questions, comments about the podcast or suggestions about what we should watch next. If you've been enjoying Binge Minute, help us out by giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. We'll, we'll be, be back, back soon with more Binge, binge Minute. minute. Bye-bye, Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.